So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. This is the NFL Rumors Podcast of the official NFL Rums Twitter account. Almost 40,000 followers hosted by your own NFL broadcaster. That is me. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Let's get in and dive into the latest news and rumors around the league. Let me pull up Twitter. All right, y'all. We have five people watching. Thank you so much for tuning in. Three likes already. Wow, that is great. Thanks for leaving likes. Make sure you are subscribing. I think I have alerts set up. So if you subscribe, you should see like an alert pop up. That may not happen. I don't. It's like messed up for some reason. Uh, but it is what it is. I can try to figure it out. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> Latest news and rumors. Devontae Adams. Well, yesterday we had a stream talking about Devontae Adams and if, well, there was a report by, uh, who was it, Jeremy Fowler, I think, saying that him and the Packers have been talking about a, quote, massive, unquote, contract that is supposed to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the league. But if you go look on the, I think it's BG Grid Iron official Instagram account, they tweeted that report. Devontae Adams replied to that. He commented, just cap. Like, you know, the, the emoji of a blue cap saying, that's it. That's all, he, that's all he commented. And if I am up to date on this slang, this Instagram slang, I think cap means lies. So if he's capping, he's basically saying Jeremy Fowler is capping and that does he have any progress so far on a new contract? Is he saying that they haven't made any offers to Devontae Adams on a new contract? Or maybe he's saying they have made offers and he's not going to be paid, be the number one paid wide receiver in the league. What does this mean for Devontae Adams? Well, he just commented the blue cap. That's it. So you can interpret what you want from him commenting that. But if you go and look on his post, the BG Gridiron post of that report, the first comment is Devontae Adams, his verified Instagram account. It just says blue cap. So is he saying that he's not going to get extended? Is he, is Devontae Adams going to be extended or not? Good questions. Good questions. Tell me what you think real quick in the comments. Do you think the Packers have even made contract extension offers? To Devontae Adams, do you think they've made offers? If they have, do you think they've been lowballing him, or are they just trying to get this Aaron Rodgers situation worked out first? What do you think, Flora? What do you think, Gustavo? And things are looking good this morning, guys. We have a lot of people tuning in, so thank you so much for that. 
We're going to share this live stream to Twitter real quick while I wait for your replies. Does Adams even want to stay in Green Bay? That's a good question, Gustavo. Um, he said yes. Like, there was this whole situation with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams saying like they would love to play together again. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't think Devontae Adams is going to leave for Las Vegas, go play with the Raiders, who have absolutely no future. Uh, they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. The closest they came was a few years ago in like 2016. I think that's the closest they were ever going to get to a Super Bowl for at least a while. Um, I don't think Devontae Adams is going to go there. Um, but he did recently have a comment saying like he would love to play with Derek Carr again. But he's saying like it is what it is right now. I am where I am. Right? I think let me see if there's a quote. And if you search Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, I mean, they're so, I mean, that's like a trending topic. Devontae Adams said it would be a dream to play with Derek Carr, but I am a Packer now. What? Does he want, does he want to play with Derek Carr or not? Derek Carr would very much like to play again, to play football again with his good friend Devontae Adams. If you guys don't know, they played together. They were teammates at Fresno State. I think it was Fresno State. Uh, this world is also include uh, this world also includes one more year of contractual obligation to the Packers for Adams. Even after his former Fresno State teammate Derek Carr candidly responded to a question from ABC 30s regarding Adams' impending free agency status in 2022, telling the press that he would like to put on a full court press to get the receiver to sign in Las Vegas. I'll just continue to be me and just let this kind of thing work itself out and see what happens, Adam said. Obviously, I love Derek to death. We've got a great friendship and we still communicate really, really consistently. He's one of my best friends. Obviously, it would be a dream to be able to play with him. I'm a Packer now, but I am a Packer now, he says. Until that point, when we make that decision, I guess we just got to, we'll see what happens. Interpret that how you want. He has stated his displeasure before even before he even made mention about playing with Keenan in L.A. Devontae Adams said he wanted to play with Keenan Allen with the Chargers. Now, that would be really cool. Don't get me wrong. I love the Chargers. I've always been a fan of the Chargers because I was a big fan of Phillip Rivers. Uh but that doesn't mean I want Devontae Adams to leave Green Bay. Obviously, I'm a huge Green Bay Packers fan. Uh, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan as well. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I do think that they are working on an extension for Devontae Adams. Saying they would put up good yards. Yeah, they would for sure. Keenan Allen's one of the best in the league. 
He's been underrated for years. He just battled injuries and like kidney lacerations. He had a bunch of issues a couple of years ago. Just could not stay on the field. But guys, from things that I've been told, okay, we can expect Devontae Adams to be staying in Green Bay. From things I've been told, you can expect Zadarius Smith to remain in Green Bay. <clears throat> From things I've been told, you can expect Aaron Rodgers to remain in Green Bay. Obviously, there's hundreds of rumors flying around. Everyone's saying different things, so we just don't really know. But I'm just going by from what I've been told. Supposedly from people close to the situation. It's hard to believe anything nowadays. Especially when so many different things are flying around. You just don't know what's true and not. You don't know. And I'm not blaming whoever's telling me these things. It's just... You just don't ever know if you're being told the right thing or not because there's so many different things flying around. Any word around the NFL about the quarterback battle in Chicago? Good question. <clears throat> okay, good question. So, from what I've been told, not really told, just like from what's been reported, uh, Matt Nagy has told Andy Dalton that he's the starter week one. He told Andy Dalton when he signed with Chicago, he will be the starter. Apparently, that's a big reason why Andy Dalton signed with Chicago is because he told he would have a starting position. Andy Dalton does want to start. He's been a QB1 in the league for like over a decade now, I think. Uh, besides last year in Dallas, he wasn't the starter. Uh, he did start eventually in place of the injured Dak Prescott. But that's a big reason why he signed with Chicago is because he was told he will be the starter. Now, am I saying... Am I saying that I believe he's going to be the starter all season? No, I don't think so. Um, let me fix my webcam. Hang on. I don't think he's going to remain the starter all season. Not at all. I think he's going to have his struggles. He's Andy Dalton. I don't think he's a game-changing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I fixed it, Gustavo. Uh, the camera goes to sleep. It goes to sleep like every 20 minutes or something. And you just have to press a little power button on there. I apologize about that. But Andy Dalton was told he'd be the starter. But just to remain a starter, guys. To be labeled as a starter, all you got to do is take the first snap of a game. And then, bam, you're, you're the starter, technically. So that may be <laughs> that may be the gray area they're not telling Andy Dalton. They may just have him take the first snap and then just like boom, you know, Justin Fields comes in or uh they may have Andy Dalton start every game and then Justin Fields just takes over midway. Something like that. And I do think Andy Dalton's going to have his struggles pretty early on and then they're going to put Justin Fields in at least halfway through the season 
as the rest to remain the starter for the rest of the year. It might take him a couple of weeks to say, hey, Justin Fields is going to remain the starter for the rest of the season. But I feel like it's one of those situations where that is going to happen. Cody, you say, I think it was the 49ers, Jaguars, and Cowboys got sued or something. Gustavo, oh, just had the doctors puncture his lung. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that happened to uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor. That was awful. But in week three, so it's not suspicious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Tyrod Taylor, unfortunate luck there. Had a punctured lung. But... I don't know. I Like I said, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to be the starter all season. I think that he's going to lose his starter status like at least halfway through the season. Justin Fields is going to take over. He's got a rocket arm, a cannon. He's got better legs than Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton will be in the perfect position to mentor him as a QB2. But like I said, Matt Nagy had promised Andy Dalton that he will be the starter. But I don't think that's the first time they promised a quarterback that he will be the starter in Chicago. I think they told Nick Foles the same thing, or was it Nick Foles or maybe someone else before him? Because they had Mitch Trubisky. But it might have been Nick Foles. They told Nick Foles that he was going to be a starter, and he wasn't. Um, but yeah, y'all, it's just uh, it's kind of crazy. It's really crazy to think that Andy Dalton's time in this league is probably likely over before it even gets a start in Chicago. Like, how would you feel if you're in that position? You're, you're told you're going to be the QB1 for a team. Then they take a quarterback with the what? What overall pick did they have? I don't, I don't remember what pick Justin Fields was. He was top 10, I think. Did he slip to like the 10th overall pick or something? I guess I can look that up. Let's see. He was the 11th overall pick from the Chicago Bears. He did slip out of the top 10, which is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy there. I don't think he deserved to slip out of the top 10, uh, but you have to look at the track record of Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, really, you got Braxton Miller, Tyrell Pryor. Uh, there's another guy that was like a wide receiver as well. Shoot. Who's the other guy who's like a wide receiver? Tyrell Pryor. I mean, I forget. Oh, but yeah, guys, that's kind of that's kind of nuts. Ohio State quarterbacks do have a bad track record in the NFL of not working out as a quarterback. 
Let's talk about roster bubbles. Who's on the roster bubbles? Meaning who's likely or has a decent chance of being cut and not making the final 53-man roster? Well, I'll tell you guys what I know here from Twitter. A big name here. Big name. Not really a surprise, but anyone would assume that Tim Tebow is going to make the final roster, but he could be on the roster bubble and be cut before he even really gets a chance as a tight end in the NFL. Um, I mean, you got to think about it. He's, what, 33 years old already? There's younger guys out there who have been training and doing this for years who want a chance. So, yeah. Uh, Gus, you say, any word on Deshaun Watson rumors and trade talks just kind of fell out? No, I haven't heard anything about Deshaun Watson in a while. I think they're pretty set in stone on not trading him. Uh, but it looks like this offseason, <clears throat> excuse me there, wow. It looks like this offseason they did stock up on QB position pretty well. And the running back position, I think they're waiting. So like in midseason, if someone's running back gets hurt, they can just trade away depth for picks. I really do like what the new management in Houston is doing. I'll, sh I'll tell you what I mean. Texans 2021 offseason. Um, okay. So I, like I, like I said, I really like what Houston has done this offseason. They, uh, signed Philip Lindsay running back from Denver. Who's rushed over a thousand yards. Houston actually finished 31st in rushing last season behind David and Duke Johnson. Wow. That's really bad, actually. Uh, they added defensive back Desmond King to stabilize the secondary. Really like that signing. Always have. Desmond King's a baller. I loved him with the Chargers. Uh, let's see. I know they've signed so many other players. Hang on. I'm trying to look. Uh, I may just need to pull up their depth chart, honestly, because I can probably tell who's been signed. 2021 depth chart. I really love what Houston's been doing, though. Okay, so they did draft Nico Collins, wide receiver, to help. Brandon Cooks, because they lost uh, Will Fuller. Uh, they do have Randall Cobb, though. I'm, I'm a big fan of Randall Cobb, but he's aging for sure. Uh, 
At the running back position, they have David Johnson. They signed to Mark Ingram. That's right. Philip Lindsay, Rex Burkhead, and Buddy Howell. They also have Dontrell Hilliard. I believe they also have Dante Moncrief as well at wide receiver. And Taiwan Taylor. I'm telling you guys, they have so much depth right now. You have no idea. Like, they quietly have made such an impact this offseason. They have made so many depth moves. They're stacked at the running back position. Stacked. Like, they really are. I mean, if you look at it, look at this. Listen again, David Johnson, who literally was like one of the most unique running backs I had ever seen play when he was like literally in his prime. I mean, he's still like a young guy. I think he's like 29 or 30 years old right now. But he, he used to be like one of the best backs ever. Okay, ever. And then he just fell off. But I'm not saying he couldn't ever have a great season again. Mark Ingram, who was just consistent. I like Mark Ingram. He's a hard runner. Philip Lindsay, who's got a lot to a lot of upside with him. He's had a thousand yards rushing under his belt, I think like twice. Rex Burkhead, who's like a pass catching back. I think he's a little older. Uh, but Burkhead reminds me of like the Danny Woodhead role. And he's really good when he when he plays too. Like he's he's a great depth move, a great uh guy to get get to get out there on like a third down role like a pass catching down uh buddy howell scotty phillips and then dontrell hilliard they have two four six seven running backs right now this was updated june 14th though it's not that old at the quarterback position you have Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, and Davis Mills. They have four quarterbacks right now on their roster, uh, which is a lot. Usually you might have like three, right? Let me say it again. Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, Davis Mills. This is what I think that the Texans are doing. They signed a bunch of veteran players. A bunch of veteran players for super low, cheap contracts. And then, like, they use these cheap contracts as depth, and they could potentially be trading away these guys for draft picks later on. Like, they could trade away these cheap contracts. They sign these players for depth. There are people on the bench not even getting to play right now. And they just trade them away, and then they can get draft picks for the next few years. If someone gets injured for the Dolphins or, you know, like any, any, any other team that needs depth, if they're running back or wide receiver one, wide receiver two or whatever gets injured, they might try to trade. And the Texans are like, yeah, sure, we have uh, five running backs on our roster right now. You can take this guy. He Hardly ever gets to play, but he's super good because all of our running backs are good. They trade him, get a 2022 fifth round pick. You know, like something like that. I mean, you just, I like what they're doing in Houston. They have the right idea. They really do. So far, I'm just, I've just gone over the offense. Okay. 
They also signed, I think, tied in Ryan Izzo. I think he may be new as well. Uh, they signed offensive linemen Marcus Cannon, Lane Taylor, uh, Halt Froholt, who was also with New England, but he came from Arkansas, Woo Pig Suey. He's good. Like I said, on offense, they drafted Nico Collins. They signed Dante Moncrief. They signed Taiwan Taylor. Uh, they signed Alex Erickson, who was a wide receiver with Cincinnati. He's new. These are all players who are new this season. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so don't, don't forget that. They signed Chris Conley, wide receiver, and Kiki... Uh, no, I think Kiki Kute has been there for a while. I don't know how to pronounce his name, so forgive me if I butchered that. Uh, they signed Justin Britt, I believe. So many new faces here on offense. I mean, they have so much depth right now. Holy cow, so much depth. Then we're going to move on to the defense. What has Houston done on the defensive side of the ball? I love what they've done on the defense, too. But you can't get over how much they have done on the offense. They have made so many good moves. I think they're going to be so much better than people give them credit for. So they still have key pieces to their defense, like Whitney Merciless, Zach Cunningham, who's been one of the most underrated uh, players in the league and linebackers in the league. Uh, let's see. They signed Christian Kirksey. I love Christian Kirksey. He was with Green Bay, and uh, they let him walk, of course. They have Desmond King. They signed Desmond King. They signed Bradley Roby. Um, there's a few few more players I think who are brand new on this defense. Terrence Mitchell, I believe, uh, defensive back. I'm telling you guys, they, they have just made so much amazing progress here. Houston is doing really good. Uh, Gustavo, are the Saints and Jameis Winston's are the Saints Jameis Winston's team, or do the Saints have plans for the next couple of years? Uh, it looks like they're sticking with Jameis Winston. I feel like they have faith in him. Uh, hopefully, Sean Payton has gotten through to Winston as far as like consistency goes, field vision. Uh, going through your reads, you know. And apparently Winston has had like some kind of eye surgery to help his vision. I loved Winston at Florida State. The dude was like a baller. Led him to like 23 straight wins or something crazy like that. They were number one in the nation for like two full seasons. Like two and a half maybe. You guys tell me. Trying to get this camera focused really well. 
It's hard to get it to focus when it's way over there. That's good enough. That's good enough. I do think that Jameis Winston could be good with the Saints. You guys, I'll be right back. I have to use the restroom. Been drinking like a energy thing, and it goes right through you. Yeah. 